so something has been really heavily on my mind and I just want to take a couple of minutes to really talk about it um I feel that in the African-American community, mental health is like the hugest stigma, mainly because when you say mental health, they automatically assume that you're quote unquote crazy. So people don't get the help that they need. And I am an advocate for mental health awareness. I am a big advocate for someone that used to date someone with a mental health disorder. I really believe that it's imperative that you increase your knowledge about the mental health situations that goes on and situations that may impact your mental health. And more importantly, if you do have something going on that will affect your mental health, to seek some help. Be okay with being able to seek help and not worrying about what others may think of you because in the long run, your mental health is a part of your overall health. And being 100% healthy is important for you and your partner. For the past one and a half, maybe two years now, I was involved with a guy. Um, he had a mental health disorder. Um, and it wasn't really noticeable, you know? Like, when you think about some of the, these disorders like bipolar, schizophrenic, you think that you can automatically see, like there's like a uniform for them, so to speak. And there's not, like he was a regular guy. Like I didn't see anything that pointed to being what he was. But slowly, I definitely saw the signs. I definitely saw some red flags, not just with the disorder itself, but with him not taking responsibility for his mental health which in turn turned our relationship to shit literally like shit I seen a side of him that I never ever want to see again and it kind of turned me off to dating people that have these mental health difficulties and that's not a good thing I never want to discriminate you know because we all have our shit we all have our baggage and you know it's not it's not something that I should shun people for but it's hard um, to see someone you love not taking care of themselves you know to watch them go through these mental health you know episodes and not being able to help and you want to save them of course so I have this whole saving <laughs> habit where I just have to save people and Sooner or later, I had to realize that there is nothing that I can do, nothing that can help him because he has to help himself. And that's something that took me about a year to realize, um, you know, no matter how much I'm there, no matter how much I am a shoulder to cry on, no matter how much financially I'm there or, you know, whatever, at the end, it never mattered. It didn't matter. What mattered was... He wasn't doing the things that he needed to do to stay healthy, not only for himself, but for the people around him. So I think that mental health plays a huge role in relationships. It's important to know your mental health, important to know when you need the help, important to know the signs, recognize the signs that someone is not mentally healthy and know your worth. 
know when you're helping, when you're lending a hand, but also know when enough is enough and that you deserve better. If someone can't put their mental health first, you should not break your back to make them. You are important just like they are, and you should not decrease your own mental health to try to increase theirs. Hey Randy, um, I was trying not to disclose, but um, to answer your question, he did, he was diagnosed um, with bipolar disorder, um, so he was on medication uh, when I first met him, but over time, he stopped taking it, like, he just wouldn't take it. Um, there was some times where the medications increased, um, medications were added. Um, there were a lot of difficulties with it um, that he went through. And as much as I tried to be there for him, it just wasn't enough. Um, when someone goes through that and they, they know they have to take this medicine and they know that they have to, you know, be seen um, by a professional and they don't take the steps to be mentally healthy, it can be draining on the relationship and no matter how much you give and give and no matter how much you support, at the end of the day, if they're not willing to help themselves, there's only so much I can do and I had to come to terms with that, like, it's not, it's not something that I am at fault for. I made sure to communicate that, you know, no matter what, like, you are not your mental health disorder. Like, you are not, um, you know, brandy with depression. Uh, depression. You are a person that deals with depression, you know? It's not something that defines who you are. But if you don't take charge of your life and your health, you can't have healthy relationships. And that's just bottom line. It's fine, Randy. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you're saying. Um, you know, mental health is really important, but I really feel like African-American men especially do not want to acknowledge that, you know, that it's important. You know, they try to explain it away or, you know, ignore it, but... This is really something that you can't ignore. You know, if you need that extra assistance, that extra help, why not take it? Why not take advantage of what's being given to you? You know, try, try anything, try something that'll make a difference to make your life easier, you know, to make living life easier for you and manageable. So I definitely don't feel guilty. I definitely believe that I did everything I could. Um... As far as the relationship goes, um, I realized that there were some parts of the relationship that I just, I can't, like, I just can't, uh, I can't control. I can't control someone's health mentally. I can only 
assist if they ask for it and be there as a support system. But other than that, it's up to the person. It's up to that individual to say, this is my life. This is my mental health. And I need to take a stand and do what I need to do to make sure that I'm my best self for me and those around me. So that was a huge takeaway for me from that relationship. And I really just hope to advocate to other African-Americans and anybody else that mental health is really important. And it's something that we must take seriously. We must pay attention to those signs and those red flags and, you know, really understand our stigmas that we have towards it and work past it to make sure that we stay healthy. No problem. I appreciate you calling in and telling me that. It's amazing how so many cultures and, you know, ethnicities go through that struggle for mental health. You know, the stigmas that surround mental health awareness is crazy. Like, so many people just don't want to be viewed as weak or needing assistance or I need this pill to make me feel normal, you know. And I understand, you know, initially before I got into the mental health field, I thought the same thing. I honestly did. Um, You know, if I was depressed, you know, what would my colleagues think? Or, you know, would I even get clients? Because, you know, how would they view me? Because now I'm depressed. So how am I supposed to help somebody else if I'm depressed? But the reality is we're all humans. We all have our issues. We all have our baggage and we all need help from time to time. And it's okay to need help and to ask for help and to want to be healthy. And that's the bottom line at the end of the day. And, you know, if, if we can somehow change the stigma that surrounds mental health, I think that the world would slowly become a better place and you know relationships in general hopefully will benefit from that I currently work with children with autism but I am getting my master's in clinical mental health counseling so in the future roughly around 2019-2020 I'll be working with children and adults um, with various mental health disorders um, you know, in a counseling setting rather than a school setting, working with um, kids with autism. So I've been trying to, you know, educate myself on, you know, stigmas surrounding mental health and, you know, how different cultures are affected, things like that. So it's just really interesting to me how each culture, each ethnicity reacts in different ways when it comes to their mental health and some some is very very you know um, understandable you know some people were raised that way to believe that you know you cannot get this help like it's against your cultural beliefs and you know other people it's a pride issue so it's interesting to say the least I personally am a spiritual person rather than religious. Um, I grew up uh, with a Christian background, but over time, I think my questions about the Bible and, you know, the timeline of everything, it just grew to be too much. So I do believe that there's a higher power. I do believe that having faith in something bring strength. Um, I do believe that you can tie spirituality and religion into counseling. Um, 
I think that that's a great way for people to have faith and, you know, um, believe in something and get that strength um, from somewhere. I personally will not be, uh, you know, focusing on religion in my practice in the future, but I do believe that asking my clients, you know, what is your spiritual or religious beliefs will give me, you know, shed some light on how to proceed with, you know, techniques and how to treat certain things. So it's very important. So even though, you know, it doesn't play a big role in my life, it doesn't matter because if it plays a big role in my client's life, then I have to use that to help them. If that answers your question. Thanks for being so honest in your responses, Randy. Um, I definitely agree. Um, I may not be the most, you know, spiritual person there is, um, but I do know that believing in something higher than myself, it just, you know, it fills me up with an unexplainable emotion. And I think that acknowledging what's important to an individual, whether it, you know, it's religious or spiritual, it's important. It can very much so help um, in terms of mental health. I will say that I am anti-pill as well. Um, I think that's the last resort for me. I think that, you know, you go, you go get evaluated. You go, you know, see if you can get, you know, some counseling or, you know, try to find other ways to cope with your symptoms. And, you know, if honestly you need some extra assistance, then yes, I'm all for the medication. However, um, people also have negative stigmas about medication because sometimes it takes a while to find the right dosage or sometimes, you know, the right mixture of medications. So it can make people feel angry that, you know, I'm taking all this shit and, you know, it's not helping. It's only making things worse. And how many more times do I have to try this and try that or try these two together? Would it take for me to feel, you know, at my baseline? So I completely understand and I'm empathetic to the story that you shared about your family member who had a struggle with, you know, medication. But um, I definitely agree that medication, if it can be helped, should be the last resort. I want to thank Randy for calling in and talking about the topic that we were discussing today. And I just want to end with, you know, self-care is important whether you're in a relationship or you're single. So just keep that in mind. And if you are dating somebody who is struggling with mental health illness, you know, be a support system for them, but also know when you need to take care of yourself first.